This podcast is sponsored by CDO Group, the industry leader providing a full range of construction and project management services. CDO Group has managed thousands of projects in all 50 states. Their group of experts provide systems, processes, and procedures to make sure that your projects turn over on time and on budget every single time. With over 24 years of experience, CDO Group is the industry's leader in construction management and general contracting services. To find them, go to cdogroup.com. Hi, and welcome to the Future of Development podcast. My name's Anthony Montategi, and I'm here to inspire people to find amazing careers in the construction development world. If you like our podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really like our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Hi, welcome to the Future Development Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montategi, and today we're welcoming back Aiden McGuire from Hilti. Aiden, welcome to the show. You know, excited to today we get to talk about the total station, right? I get to get to get into that whole world. Uh, well, welcome on. Thanks, Anthony. Delighted to uh, delighted to be here, and really happy to come on and, and talk a little bit about total stations. It's it's a topic I'm very passionate about. It's been the the main focus of my professional life for the last four years. So happy to come and talk about it. You know, I was sitting there talking to Megan, our, our uh, assistant producer out there. She's like, what are you, you going to talk about? What's this total station thing do? I'm like, look, you, you just don't understand. Without this. This is the device that really takes the the digital world and and, and aligns it with the physical with the physical world, right? With without a total station, uh, this the, the two worlds don't align, right? It really gives uh, a presence to where where everything else measures off of in in that world. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we in, within within Hilti, we always refer to this last hundred feet of BIM, right? Contractors and owners invest so much in designing their buildings digitally before they go out and build them on the job site, right? Because clicks are cheaper than bricks. It's better to find mistakes in a digital design than to find them out on the job. Where total stations become, or really, really come into play or become absolutely critical is they take that design from the job site trailer out onto the slab and actually, and they lead that accurate execution. And without that, all of the investment in your digital coordination and digital design can be wasted, right? Because you immediately go back to paper plans or paper drawings and you don't get that same accurate execution as you do when you use a total station in the field. You know, what I'm finding out is as we watch people make this leap, right? Because it is a leap to this, right? You're, you're going from chalk chalk lines and, and markers on, on a pavement uh, slab and, and measuring and chalk lines and and you're making that leap. You know, some people keep wanting to hold on to their old way of doing it, right? You'll, you'll see people uh, snap a chalk line to locate a digital piece of equipment and you're like, all right, uh, I understand where they're at. It's, it still takes a little bit to get there. But, you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, one of the things that uh, uh, makes uh, this next leap uh, possible is in as we set up a job site, getting ready for digital information, right? We're learning how to make that process happen. Let's talk a little bit about what it takes to make that next step over to digital, digital, uh, uh, you know, uh, locating. Absolutely. So, um, I don't know, I lost count of how many construction managers offices I've sat in where they've said, I want all my subcontractors to use total stations, but I can't make them right. So that that process has to start with the general contractor with the CM and they can help bring their subs a long way by just providing the right environment and an accurate infrastructure for their subs to use total stations. Like you said, right, you take a perfectly coordinated digital design and then you pull a two foot, two foot offset from a concrete column that might be three quarters out, two inches out, right? And then you're trying to 
place this digital design in the field based on an imperfect um, uh, control system. So we work within Hilti, we work really, really hard with construction managers and general contractors to really elevate their game when it comes to the control that they provide their subcontractors using things like monuments or cadite prisons or targets that they can set up off the job having a process where they can bring that external control in onto their slabs and move that slab to slab so that their buildings stack up as they go. And what we find when we work with construction managers within that process, suddenly it becomes so much easier for their subcontractors to use total stations. You eliminate these errors with, you know, I pulled off column uh, grid line 1A and he pulled off grid line 1B and now there's a half inch bust between my measurements and his measurements, right? Two different subtrades with a conflict on side by the general contractor having a plan for the control that they're going to provide their subs, providing it in the right way where it's accessible, right? Either in the uh, building model or just making sure their subs have access to all those control points and all those targets. What you'll find is that the conflicts between trades are significantly reduced. The accuracy of the installation is significantly improved and the amount of rework that ends up being done because of things ending up in the wrong place is limited. And on top of that, it also makes the total stations much, much easier to use because you're not trying to shoehorn a technology into a process that's been designed for it to be used with the safe measure, right? You're actually using your digital layout tool the way it's meant to be designed instead of saying, okay, I have this total station and I just want to replicate the way I've been doing things for the last 50 years, which is pulling off a grid line with a tape measure, pulling a three, four, five triangle to get a, you know, a 90 degree angle. With a total station, you can work differently and construction managers and uh, general contractors can create that environment for subcontractors where it becomes so much easier for them to utilize these tools in the field. And of course, producers and uh, total station OEMs like Hilti are also building um, building functionality into their total stations to make that easier. For example, with our total station, the, the PLT 300, it's a camera based tool, right? So no optics, it's a self-leveling tool. So you don't have to level the total station on the project and you can station with one button press uh, rather than having to run around between four or five different uh, grid line intersections, the potential errors that you're bringing in when you're trying to level the bipod, you can eliminate all of that, press one button, the total station will scan around and hit these targets and you get your zero, zero stationing regardless of where you are on the job. And then you expand that to all of your subcontractors and suddenly your job site, your digital model is installed as it's been designed without these unnecessary errors almost when it comes in, inside that construction process. So let's let's do this because I think it's really valuable for, you know, for the for the contractor that's realizing that, hey, today's my time to, I need to step into where it's going, right? And, and if, by the way, if, if they're not thinking that way, they're going to get left behind quickly. So, you know, our audience is, you know, type of audience that's always looking for uh, where to take that next step, right? And they want to make sure that they, they take an accurate step and in, in, in the right direction. And, you know, digital, uh, you know, placement really is the future, right? Being able to have everything on the job site communicate. Uh, you know, I, I talk about it all the time. You know, the total station really is like the iPhone, right? In that it's it's a device that does a couple of things very, very, I mean, perfectly well, right? It measure, you know, it's got locating and measuring and, and positioning, uh, you know, these items very, very well. And all the digital things that are gonna grow in the future will grow off of this device, just like the phone did, right? When you look at the iPhone, it did 10 things great, right? And and those 10 things really allowed hundreds of thousands of other apps to really emerge because the 10 things that it did really, really well, uh, you know, were, were, so, were so perfect. And, you know, and then it communicated with the other apps and, and the total station's that same thing. So um, I think it's really valuable for us to look at and talk about, all right, 
I, I, I'm interested in doing this now as a team and we're getting ready to look at another project and we want to really integrate total station technology throughout this project. And we've taken our, we've, we've got BIM and our, our designers and our team and our architectural team have all really worked on creating a great BIM model. Now, as I start to walk, walk into the field, what are some of the places I really want to start to pay attention to, to make sure that, you know, a couple of weeks from now, when we're starting to really work in the field, uh, this is going to line up for me. Yeah. Great question. And it's something that we, we work with um, contractors every day on, right? We very much grew up bringing contractors from using traditional layout methods to using total stations. So we work really hard when it comes to what we call a successful implementation for a total station, because there's far too many examples of contractors buying a total station for one particular project where they had one particular problem to solve. And then it immediately goes on the shelf and doesn't get used again, right? And they go revert back to the, the methods that they have been using before. So there's a couple of key factors for contractors who are considering using total stations and who really want to be successful uh, when they use them. So first and foremost, it's making sure you pick the right operator, right? Uh, to be a successful total station operator, you don't just pick the you know youngest guy in your crew or guy or girl on your crew who's savvy with technology, right? That's that's not a recipe for success. To be really effective for the total station, you do need to understand the actual task of layout, right? And even a great supplier like Hilti can't teach your crews how to layout, right? We can teach you how to use our tools to do what you've been doing before, to use them more effectively in the field, but you need to start with a, with a, a total station operator that understands what they're doing and has done, ideally has done that uh, the traditional way for for a number of years once you have that mindset becomes very important so you need to have an operator that ideally will be a full-time total station operator so isn't just picking it up for one job and then the total station goes to a different job and you train a new operator at that point right so you immediately see more success when you have a dedicated total station operator versus you know 10 foreman who you want to train at one time and then the third piece is to make sure that when you buy a total station or invest in this equipment that whoever is supplying it to you actually provides training for the application that you're doing right it's not enough for them to turn up in an office and show you how the buttons work and show you how the different features work right in, in your even in your shop right you need to have that total station provider come out to the job and show you how to do what it is that you're trying to do with the total station right if it is for, for laying out footings you should have them show you how to do that with their tool if it's for working top of deck to put in um, embeds or uh, cast in place fire stuff leaves have them show you how to do that because that total station can be used in so many different ways that it's important that you focus when you're training it's important you focus that training on the task or application that you're going to be doing and then you give your operator the chance to do that again and again and again so that they get better and they build up that and uh, they build up that confidence and then immediately train a second and a third operator because that's the that's the biggest challenge right is you've invested in it you've implemented total station successfully and then your operator leaves or goes to a new company or gets promoted to a new role where they can no longer do it. And you have to have that succession planning in place in order to make the most of your investment and get the most return on investment for, for the technology that you've invested in. I, you know, I, I see it all the time with, with software that we have throughout the company, right? Over at CDO Group, there is a ton of software that we buy or, or products that we buy and we use it for a point of application for some something that a client needs or something. And then we take it and we've got this really expensive item that's never used again. And there are literally yeah. dozens of those throughout the company, right? And, and today we work hard on trying to find exactly what you talked about, finding the primary reason to bring it to, to, to take the jump into the technology, right? We got it now. Now 
let's go back and meet with the people and say, look, this is, you know, we, we just did one with a bidding software. It was a software that we use uh, strictly in the estimating department. And they, they you know, it's, it's made the estimating team go much, much faster and faster, faster, faster. And then we just had them back here and they're like, well, well, look, you got this other one over here and you're, you're communicating through two different systems. And they came back and showed us a whole nother process that we could take it to another level. And, you know, really behooves us as we go through, you know, these technology leaps, as we, t as we go into a total station uh, setup to really look at, because there are, listen, total station, it's not just for, for layout, for, uh, you know, locating walls and, and uh, you know, plumbing, plumbing lineups. Uh, you know, just talk about some of the different applications where you can really start to use this, uh, you know, with the embeds and, uh, you know, all, all the different points that we can start to work. And I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm guessing there are many, many more uh, that we can figure out, but uh, uh, just kind of go through some of the ideas that uh, you, you start to use Total Station for. Yeah, I mean, Total Stations really are an enabler of... Uh, a lot of the technologies or a lot of the building methods that our contractors want to use, right? It's almost, it becomes very, very difficult, for example, to prefabricate anything and not use a total station to lay that out, whether you're laying it out to then come in and install it after the concrete's been drilled, or you're laying it out before the concrete's poured, right? For embeds, for anchor channel, for uh, anchors, or for like fire stop fees, for example, or penetrations. Uh, the other really critical piece when it comes to uh, total stationization in the field is using those, uh, using the measuring functions, right? So whether that's simple verification of, of field conditions, right? Are these columns really um, aligned the way they should be, right? Are the grid lines always provided by the general contractor actually at 90 degrees, the right distance apart, so that when I start laying out, am I actually gonna start incorrectly because the control I've given is, is off, right? You get that immediate verification step. And then you also have this wonderful ability to record what you've done, right? You have this record of here's everything that I've laid out, here's the anchor bolts that I installed, and I can prove I put them exactly where I was meant to per the control I was provided. And here's a report, right, that I've put together that shows a deviation between what I plan to do and what I actually did to prove that the work I've done has been correct. So they're really a contractor's best friend because it's it's your proof that you've done the work exactly as you've been contracted to do it and everything is exactly where it's meant to be. And that can be really useful for contractors down the line, right? If you have your proof before you laid something out and where you installed your anchors and you come back and they've, you know, it, maybe they moved during the concrete pour, maybe the steel, maybe the steel contractor came in and kicked over a bunch of your anchors. It's your, it's your, record of the work that you've done as well as your ability to do it a lot faster and to execute a your digitally designed uh work in the field um and of course simple stuff right total stations take layout from a two or three person task to a one person task also enabling a lot of uh labor to be used for you know more productive tasks in the field too so they save your labor they speed up your layout tasks, they increase the accuracy of your layout tasks, and they also enable you to take these measurements and to do this um, as building or prove or maintain proof of the work that you've done. Yeah, and I, I watch, you know, developers who are developing software for project management tools, uh, all, all of this stuff that uh, does, you know, uh, the interaction between job sites and the set of plans. There are, what's coming at the construction world is 
never happened so fast. I mean, what's coming at us and the amount of money that's being poured into, uh, you know, technology for construction, you know, people are realizing this is an untapped market right there that for years and years and years, people just kind of expected that because construction was such a limited time of, 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 of you know, a crossover connection between us and operations that people kind of put up with the nonsense that happened and the inconsistencies and the problems. And they just kind of figured, oh, that's construction. But today, the speed by which we're operating, and by the way, the margins by which we're being affected by, you know, having to maintain margins, we can't make that many mistakes. And we've got to be able to get in and out of projects faster than ever before. And we're learning that, hey, look, if, if we use these kind of tools, these total station type of tools, we're starting to be able to see record times uh, in things like layouts, record times in being able to, to locate uh, all the all the grid lines that we need out for a ceiling or, or layout or lighting layouts or... or just all of the uh, stuff that's, that takes that stop, get, get the measuring team out, or, get, or get, get a couple guys out to measure, locate it, figure out, oh, we made a mistake. Uh, all of that stuff starts to really come to light quicker. And um, as, you, as you look at total station, you know, th that has been the datum that everything else measures off of, right? Work, works off of, you know, the, the design developers, the, the application developers, uh, you know, this is the tool that they'll use to be able to communicate their app with that job site. Yeah, absolutely right. The, the total station is your connection between the digital world and between the, uh, the, the physical job site or the physical project that's, that's being built. What'll be interesting, right, is to see the evolution of, of where that information is used beyond purely layout or taking measurements, right? That is such a fascinating space. Is there ability for, you know, more intelligence around QAQC? Can we do better project, uh, progress monitoring, can that be linked to a project DOP system? Absolutely. There's so many opportunities, right, to use that information to make job sites leaner, to make job sites more efficient, and to have better data coming off the projects. And the more tech, the more softwares that are out there to, to take advantage of that, I think the more acceleration we're going to see in the space. You know, I, I've, I've predicted forever that w without having Total Station, which actually locates it, you know, without having uh, correct digital platforms, the speed by which project management will be able to see what's going on, report continuously to the team exactly what's happening, uh, the interaction between uh, progress, ordering, future uh, projections, all of the stuff that's going to take to truly take us out of the dark ages, right? You know, today, we start construction. What happens in the field is this kind of, you know, voodoo. We're not sure until someone goes out and takes a picture and then reports back. We're looking for the technology of the future will be instantaneously. It'll be continuous and updated. And you'll be able to monitor exactly what's happening out there. You know, I, th I think in the past people worried like, oh my God, Big Brother's watching us. But the truth is, great. I want them to watch us because construction people work their asses off, right? Across our industry, people work their, this is not an industry for people who do not work. Uh, we're not hiding anything. We, we work very hard in this business uh, to, to build what this world has. If you look around these great cities and the great places that we've built, construction does that. And, and our construction workers put those work that work in there. And by the way, it's time to show that off. And if we can do that in a way that also has them make more money, that's that's what that, that's what Total Station does is it ultimately communicates everything a lot better than we've ever done before. The the you know carrying pieces of paper around and trying to hand them off between people it's arduous. It's heavy loaded. Total Station uh, gives you know it start it, it starts that right. And you can say that today 
Yeah, all right, that's the basic setup for it, right? And and things like your JBot works off the total station, right? Your your you know, your 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 first great. I mean, that robot is. I mean, we were talking about that last week on the podcast. I mean, yeah. I love that thing. That's. I mean, and the more I watch it, the more excited I get about you know that that's just like one of where this industry is going, right? Being able to do that all day. I mean, think of the think of the small problems that having not just a total station, but let's say a total station partnered with like a project management software, right? Like a field wire, right? Where you can have access to the most up-to-date drawings. And just the difference between, you know, how, how up-to-date is your piece of paper? Has there been two or three design changes since then? By just maintaining the data digitally, you know, in the field, you immediately have the most up-to-date information so that you know, projects change, right? Designs can change. Architects don't put their pens in at time. Um, and if the field teams don't have that information when they're doing the work, then stuff gets installed in the wrong place, you end up with rework. So just that step alone opens up such opportunities for construction and for more agile building, right? And then you look at the, what total stations enable around robotics, what they enable around 3D scanning, what they enable around even the use of like mixed reality in the field, right? They, they're your kind of foundation for having these accurate data points in the field that all these other technologies can feed off and can build off. It's uh, It really is the enabler for so many of the kind of exciting innovations we're seeing coming out and, and being used in construction now. You know, now instead of having to go find some rolled up piece of paper, uh, some rolled up plans in some dark engineering corner, you have the DNA of of the job of the project. You know, it, it, available to you online, no matter where you're at, right? So, future generations that build that location, the 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 future of the metaverse, all of this 3D technology of of the internet that where we're going to be able to interact with the, with the project much much clearer, you know, digitally in person in, in location, you know, creating those digital twins. You know, I, I think the guys at the podcast get a little they laugh at me because I'm always talking about metaverse, 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 yeah. right? And things like Total Station really make the digital twinning of a building possible. We, we will not be able to do that without it, right? That 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 level of accuracy that's going to take to know exactly where a wall starts, exactly what's inside of a wall, where the plumbing lines exactly are, right? That digital twinning, you know, some people think that uh, just taking some pictures, some Matterport pictures is great. And that'll be like the first level of it, right? We'll be able to take a 3D picture of it and see it. Great. But to really get to where the metaverse is going to go, where digital twinning has us interact in a way that we feel like we're present to each other, right? This next level up for this, uh, it's going to take us you know, having interaction with every component on that job site, knowing the that where the hooks are, where the hangers are, where the where the screw was put in. Each and every point on there uh, digitally will need to be twinned in, uh, in in both platforms, and that's what having. A, a total station, uh, you know, that's that's the start of where that technology goes. And, you know, look, I, I can't see the future yet, but I, I know that in order to do that, the digital world has got, needs a point to communicate with the physical world. And total station, that, that's the part that gets me so excited. Why, why I think it's such an amazing piece is that it makes you, it knows exactly where you're at. Uh, in the digital world, it, it, from the physical, it, it makes that transition between the two of them. Exactly, and what's what I really love about Total Stations as well is that 
they also allow for differences between the digital world and the physical world. Assuming you've got your project set up correctly, right? Your concrete slab is never going to match exactly what's been modeled. But the important thing is that all the your MEP systems fit perfectly inside of it, right? Okay. And that your critical hallways and corridors are exactly where they need to be and they have the right dimension. And total stations enable you, uh, enable you to, to not be reliant on, for example, concrete columns or edges or uh, the corners of slab to place these other elements, which actually really do have to stack up vertically through a building and be in the right place relative to each other. So with a total station and with correct utilization, you can also, you know, you don't need to have the perfect building to match the perfect model, but what you do have is the information of where everything has actually been installed, right? Which is really, really cool. So you, you not only have it, it's simple enough that, your design doesn't need to be perfect. Your slab doesn't need to be perfect, but the total station enables you to fit what needs to be fit exactly where it needs to be relative to things that needs to be uh, located with probably a little bit confusing that. Well, no, 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 you're, you're, you're right on. Because I think yeah. that's the part that's amazing. Because like, most of the time we don't figure that out until, you know, we're three levels deep. You know, we, we're, we're working on uh, mechanical systems. But then all of a sudden we don't realize that, uh, you know, the, these these hangers where we put everything, they're just a half inch too far for us to get, you know, the, the ceiling over the door jam because they're not seeing finishes. They, it, it, it's even the best of us don't see uh, those little parts and pieces that will pop up and, what, what we're going to see going forward is that as we digitally twin this, as we start to really notice where things exactly are put in, right, those notifications will come off faster. Now, look, we, we, we get it today. We're still building those models. But what I, what I say to contractors is, look, it's not, AI is not here yet. But if you don't figure out how to use a total station today, when AI gets here, you won't be able to interact with it, right? You you, you won't, your, your projects won't be ready for it. If your team isn't working on setting up a digital uh, system for your job site, if you're not doing that today, as the digital world comes in, which will speed you up to a speed, you know, and, and, and create more profitability, ultimately, was what you're looking for anyways, today is the time to start working on learning that. Start to get the team of people that are starting to understand what the value of, of setting up proper digital platforms are, right? To go from, hey, look, the string, the string and tape measure is great. I, I honor, look, I honor that. And, and we need that person to make that transition. But it's also now time for them to be able to see why the digital platform starts to really speed up the rest of the world, right? Where we see this thing, uh, and just like you're talking about. So we realize, okay, look, that that, that hallway isn't uh, four four foot, uh, 48 inches exactly. It's, it's uh, you know, uh, 47 and three quarter inches. And uh, by the way, if you look at it, if you look down at true, true square uh, line down it, it'd be 48 and, and half, or 40, you know, 47 and a half. And you know, when you go to run duckworth, there's gonna be a, a lineup problem. It'll start to see that and then all of a sudden be able to help us address that in a, a much faster, simpler way without the panic, right? You'll be able to make those easy adjustments that go, great, well, we'll, we'll just line this up this way and, and now I can, now we'll see it. So, you know, like you said, I don't think you can see today uh, what is going to happen later on. But knowing that in order for anything to work in the digital world, I've got to be able to place myself, right? I've got to be able to know where I'm at to be communicate to that digital world. 
You know, and I think there's a lot of guys in our industry that will say, well, that's not going to happen in my lifetime, right? I mean, seriously, I, I, how many people have you said, robots aren't going to happen in my lifetime? And yesterday, last week, you and I were on here talking about your robot that's coming off the production line today, every day. Every day it comes off the production You guys are producing it now. It's not. This is not some some uh, uh, project that's going to happen or some prototype of something in the future. You guys are producing the J-Bot today. It, it currently drills holes in ceilings across America, and... Uh, you know, it doesn't have fat in a system that's much, much faster than ever before. It's happening now. And that's exciting. That, that's the part that we, we you know, I, I, I hope that we, I hope we're communicating clearly enough the value of having, uh, you know, starting now. That if the teams that aren't starting now, uh, that, that level of catching up later on is going to be so great that, uh, you know, it's going to be insurmountable and they're going to be, you know, start looking at, you know, owning a restaurant or something. No, it's it's one hundred percent right, and you can even start with a total station before you have, for example, some of the digital design pieces in place, right? Which is really, which is really, really cool. The number of you know house builders we work with who run crews of three, four, five guys, and just have you know have a rough foundation sketch on the back of an envelope that still use total stations because of the accuracy they give them, right? But they're they're using the digital tools in the field, even though they don't necessarily have a great digital design to work with, but it's still solving so many problems for them today. And then when you go to the next level where you actually have a coordinated design, the total station is almost a must, right? So you can you can see that evolution from, you know, it's great to have a digital tool to solve these tough layout problems, right? How do I lay out a 60 foot ellipse without a total station, regardless of whether I have a design or not, right? It's, it's really, really tough. And then you have projects where total stations are a must in order to play, right? You can't layout embeds on a deck fast enough to stay in front of the concrete pour without a total station, right? It's just, it's just not possible anymore. And that's where the industry is going. And it's where the, honestly, where it's a lot of the, it's where a lot of the industry has been for a long time. So your, your point is exactly right. The best way to prepare for the future, whether it's robotics or AI or future technology is to get started using digital information in the field, right? So move away from paper, from PDFs, and have live models, DWGs in the field that your teams are interacting with and start using a total station for those location layout tasks that they're doing. It's the best way to, to be ready for the job side of the future. What I love is that, you know, uh, and I know in a couple weeks now, we're, we're going to be going down to, uh, I'm going down to uh, Texas to meet your uh, R&D folks and, and see, you know, Hilti, you guys have been doing, you know, how long have you been with Hilti now? I'm Hilti, eight years I've been with Hilti. Nice, and you know, the uh, uh, watching that company uh, you always innovate, right? Hilti is always kind of on that f leading edge. Uh, you know, you may, might even say the bleeding edge of, of new technology. I mean, some of this stuff, you know, is being developed before people even understand how to operate it or how to use it, right? I mean, it's like you, you guys are so far, it, it kind of feels like you're building tools that people can start looking at going, oh my God, how do I figure that one out, right? I mean, I mean, I, 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 look, it, it, it's... You're, you're, you're this, this, you know, this or the JBOT or, or any of these tools. I mean, these are really uh, futuristic tools that a lot of people are, are struggling to catch up now. And this is the base. These are baseline tools. Exactly right. Brad at Hilti, our, our teams in the field really spend most of their time trying to introduce contractors to new ways of working, right? That'll either make them 
more productive or safer on the job side. But it is a change, right? It's a change in how they work, whether it's switching from anchoring to, you know, shot firing using powder actuated tools, whether it's something as small as going from string lines to using a rotating laser or taking a step to use a total station and eventually write JBOD for, for overhead drilling. It really is a change in the way things have been done forever. And that's what our teams in the field um, spend their time doing is just introducing contractors, new technology and trying to work with them to see how this new technology can fit into uh, their workflows and the way they work on projects. I, th- I think it behooves all great contractors to continuously check themselves and, and see where uh, where are where are they holding back from growing, right? To, to keep stepping into braver. You know, Hilti, I, I feel, does that. I feel like Hilti continues to be boldly goes out and keeps going forward on, on new, new designs and, and kind of, it, it, it essentially, I, I look at it as you guys kind of pull us forward, right? You, you throw these things out there, and now we all run up to go to, to go figure out how to go get there, and it, it actually pulls the construction industry forward, right? It, which is inspiring, right? It's it's not something that uh, uh, I think people expect is like like look having a total station or having a J bot. The idea that I now. Everything else runs to catch up to it. All right now, now let's go look at the way that we uh, build our plans. Let's look at the way that we set the site site up. Let's look at the way that we uh, order parts and pieces. Hey, let's let's look at the way we design the. You know, uh, for example, uh, you know, let's look at the way that we design hangers. Can everybody in the job site use a similar hanger? Can we use? Uh, you know, what are the things that we can do to change the way that we uh, integrate that job site so that? Uh, you know, at the end, it makes it much more, it makes it faster and ultimately makes it more profitable. Yeah. And and the challenge, right, is that sometimes those decisions, particularly now with the rise of digital coordination and the rise of, of BIM, those decisions need to be made so much earlier in the process in order to get the benefits at the end or at, at the point of execution, right? If you plan to use an already fire stop penetration during your design phase, you get all these benefits of eliminating coring at the when you get to the job, eliminating have a, a full step of fire stop. But you need to consider that when you're doing your design. The same way when it comes to setting up a project to, to use total stations or, or to use JBOT. If you decide to use it right at the end when you're doing the work, it's not going to be as effective as if you considered it from when you were putting your design together and of course when you were putting your schedule together to make sure that you've time in the schedule to use these technologies effectively. So it has this knock-on effect kind of back up through the construction process in terms of how projects are designed and how projects are planned. And even in some cases, right, how the work is actually parsed out um, on the jobs as well. So it's it's changing the landscape of, of how projects operate um, kind of fundamentally. If contractors aren't embracing technology, they're uh, you know, it, it's it's that example of nope. I'm not. It's not going to happen in my lifetime. I'm just going to get to. I, I'm going to retire. I mean, I can't tell you how many guys I, I, meet, I meet who just put, kick their heels in, and they they, they keep trying to operate. And there's always going to be those. You know, we we call them the Mexican crabs, right? The the ones that rather pull us down than push us up you know, out of the bucket. And that Mexican crab that's holding us holding us back. I don't know if that's wrong to say, but uh, what I mean by that is that there's always that that those folks in construction that are going to they're they're going to be behind and aren't willing to evolve. But the brands who do, the guys, and we watch them. You know, I just watched a group over here pour, uh, 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 do a pour here in Chicago that was double or tri- maybe triple any other pour that happened in one day ever in the history of, of construction. I mean, li- like literally the amount, of, the amount of trucks they had 
pouring all day long, every day. I mean, all, all day long on this job site was unbelievable. And the orchestration and the project management that it took to put that together is exciting. To me, That like that's the stuff that you go, Huh. <laughs> that that uh, that really gets me gets my juices flowing, and I want to I, I, look. I, I want to be part of that group. I I want to tap into that uh, that over there that that uh, mentality, and uh, really start to train for the future. Right, just try to train myself to be uh, you know a future thinker rather than you know digging my heels in for the past. Yeah, hundred percent. As you know, you see that with the adoption of these innovative technologies kind of being a little bit like a, like a virus, right? Inside companies and then inside the industry, one project manager figures out a better way to do something and suddenly his jobs are more profitable and they finish on time and then other project managers look up and they want to get promoted and they start, you know, doing things the same way. And the use of some of these new methods and new technologies starts to spread and then the same thing happens between companies, right? I, they look at what their neighbors are doing, what their competitors are doing, and they they start to they start to you know to follow suit. But it has to start somewhere. Someone has to start the someone has to start the chain, and also go through the kind of lumps and bumps that come with learning to do things a different way, and learning how to use sometimes technologies that haven't been designed for the industry for the first time within construction, right? That's that's not always an easy process too. But that that spark has to start somewhere, and it's. Uh, it's those people are pulling construction forward from a technology perspective. Well, I, I don't, I don't want to sound like an ad for Hilti, but I got to tell you, you guys, <laughs> you, you, guys I, I, you know, I get so excited when I, yeah, having you on the show, I, you know, it's like I, I tell the producer, I'm like, I, I, they're on again. I get to I talk about another one of the cool toys they got going. And I, I love this. I, you know, to me, this is why I do the podcast. I love seeing the new stuff that's happening. Uh, you know, it gives me a chance to wrap my brain around, all right, how can we apply this to what we're working on? The, you know, the projects that we're doing. How can, you know, uh, I, I digitally start to communicate this uh, to the team that we're having out here, that we that we have out here on all these projects we have around the country. And, you know, I, you know, the, well, you, you, you sit back a second, you, you talked a little bit about, um, you know, you have to set the job site up to be digitally successful. Right, I think that we have to set the job site up. Period. Right. If we just stop right there, setting our job, you know, every hour that's spent in pre-construction development, right, and in, in pro project development, saves us ten hours of 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 aggravation on the job site and the efforts that we have in, make, in making projects move. Right. You know, there's nothing worse than waiting for a tool or waiting for uh, products. Or we're waiting for a piece or, or, or something for a job site that slows down the whole entire job site because someone didn't properly plan uh, far enough ahead to think through, all right, what's going to happen in this process, right? And getting to the job site, and I, I call them cowboys, right? They start shooting. Great. But now they're, 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 you know, there's something stops them. Something inevitably gets them to a point where they cannot move forward because of that, that item. And that affects everybody down the line. Right, and that's not fair. That's not fair to the to the entire team. So it really does, uh, you know, to be the to be the kind of general contractor that has every every subcontractor's uh, profitability in mind, and ultimately has the client, uh, you know, deliverable in mind. It, it you've got to be you've got to be setting up projects for success, and. You know, and then and then using the technology and tools that are going to drive that, right? Because what happens essentially now now that you you, you bring a, a total station in, now that drives decision logic in setting up, right? We're gonna have a total station here now. Let's start working off of that, and that changes the process by which we set up from. 
and, and it becomes more and more effective the more of those project partners are using total stations right it's great when your mechanical is using a total station and they're top of deck and they're ahead of everyone else putting penetrations in but your project will run inevitably smoother with much less with a lot less conflicts if all of your subs are using total stations so that's that the say great for one partner to play they get a benefit they get an edge over you know the the other partners and the pro the other players in the project because they know their stuff's going to be exactly where it's you know it's meant to be placed but when you can have all of your project subcontractors using total stations using the same control working from the same model you start to have this you know sweet spot where everywhere things are just installed as they're meant to be and as they've been designed to be and all of the hard work and sweat you've put into coordinating them up front you get the benefits for that when your project starts to run and you come in, you know, on time, under budget, right, as as, as you plan to. Well, not just that. You know, I was uh, checking out your website the other day and one of the ones that I, I love, I was looking at your on-track system. That's another one. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, look, how many tools, how many times a day, how many times a week do I hear about mismanagement of our products or, and, and uh, uh, the things that we own or things we're renting or things we're using? It is... You know, that that plague, that literally, it's a plague, right? You know, there, and the, the delays that it causes uh, throughout the, the whole system, you know. Uh, so I, I think, you know, it, it uh, folks, if you, if you don't get a, get a second, go to the Hilti website. You got to go over there and check out what they've got going on. Uh, Hilti is really uh, doing some neat stuff and moving us forward as an industry. And to me, uh, I, I want us to honor that, right? And really honor the folks that are on that bleeding edge, that leading edge for us that are pushing through, uh, you know, the industry and growing us uh, in every aspect that they are. So honors to you and your team. You know, uh, and I, I, you could be on any time. Every time you have a new item, come show it off over here because I, I want to be the platform where you do so because it, it's uh, it's fun for us. Awesome, I'll be I'll be more than happy to, and of course I'll pass on your compliments to the uh, the rest of the healthy team. So yeah. thank you, thank you for the kind words. I, I appreciate it. Uh, you got it. You, hey, listen, it's easy to do with, <laughs> with, with healthy. You know, uh, a lot of fun. So hey, if you guys liked uh, if you guys liked this podcast and uh, and you really enjoyed the, the content, uh, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button right now. Uh, really, just uh, it. it does help us and leave a comment down below if there's something uh, you want us to ask or something you want us to, to know or or guess you want us to put on here let us know because we'd be excited to do that if uh if you can so with that uh thanks thanks aiden for being on the show and we look forward to having you on again awesome thank you anthony always a pleasure thanks thanks for joining us my name is anthony monategi always looking for people to bring insight into the industry finding ways to inspire people to have amazing careers in the development world if you liked our podcast make sure you hit the subscribe button down below if you really liked our podcast make sure you hit the little bell thanks again for listening please share it with your friends